not save us by saying okay malaysia you need to wash your hands two times to have grace no god is going to give us grace whether we wash our hands or not mic check one two mic check one two hey y'all how are y'all doing out there in podcast world in the world you're in you know you could be driving in your car but I hope you recognize that it's me, your girl, Malaysia, your host of this amazing podcast, the 20-something-year-old Christian in 2020. Yes, y'all, we are back with another episode, and I am so stoked to be here with y'all. I hope you can hear it in my voice since you can't see me, but I am super, super duper excited to be here with y'all, and I am so ready to dive into this material today because it's been weighing on me like me and the holy spirit we done had so many conversations about this and i am like oh god i'm so ready to give it to them so here we are but before we even do that i have some a few announcements to make right there's nothing major because i know y'all ready to get into the material like me so here are the announcements first i just want to update you guys on a schedule for the releasing of episodes for this podcast episodes will come out once a month now the reason being is because i am a college student i'm a rising senior and a lot has to happen this year and so i have to be focused but because i am focused on school i also love doing this and i love talking with you all so i definitely would be doing it once a month because that's all i can handle right the second part of that is while i'm posting these episodes once a month i am working on another project of mine which is my blog called the country of malaysia that's the name right it's a play on my name which is the actual name of a country in asia southeast asia to be exact (laughs) yeah so that is the name of the blog i like i said i've had it since i was in high school i love it um and of course i love it it's my work you know but it's different from this podcast in the fact that it speaks more about my experience right although i'm talking about my experiences here it this podcast focuses more on culture and what i feel like us 20 year olds and teenagers and young christians go through today in today's world right the blog serves as a source of encouragement and so i take my life experiences and things that i feel like i'm going through and i you know allow god to work in that and then next thing you know boom a blog post is formed and I post once a month too. Once again, if you want to check it out, please do. The link is thecountryofmalaysia.wordpress.com. Now, if you can't catch that and if you can't write it down and you want to play it back, that's cool. I'll link it in the description of this episode. So that's all I got for y'all. That's all my little announcements, you know, and I know that you're ready for the material like I am. So let's get into it, right? And I'm going to start off by, of course, telling you the title of this episode. This episode title is called Giving Yourself Grace. And that's it, y'all. That's all I got. Giving Yourself Grace. To start off this episode, I'm going to tell you guys a story about my summer, right? So this summer, I worked as a summer camp counselor. And if any of y'all have ever done it, you know it's not for the week kids are so active and i was active with them five days a week eight hours a day every single day and i absolutely loved it 
those kids are my babies. I had the nine to 11 year olds, which is from fourth to sixth grade. And they are so funny, right? And they're funny because they don't cry like the five year olds, but they also think that they're grown. And that's why I'm like, no, you're not grown. I'm the adult here. And so it's always a good time with them. And while I was there serving as a counselor to them and hopefully teaching them things that they didn't know before, they also taught me some things as well. We played a lot of games this summer. And one game in particular that we played was wiffle ball. And that is like a kiddie version of baseball. And what we would do is we would split up the teams and the kids, you know, I tried to make it fair because not all the kids are athletic and some are. But I tried to split up the teams as best as I could. And there was always an issue with how I or my co-counselor split up, split up the teams. And at one particular time we were playing the game and one child was like, you know, this isn't fair. They're more athletic than me or da 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 da. And instead of me having to say anything, which I usually do, one other child, and I quote this quote because I love it so much. One of the kids, a boy, he said, you know, Everyone is good, but not everyone is perfect. And I'm going to say that again for y'all. Everyone is good, but not everyone is perfect. Now, that quote stuck with me. And it stuck with me because I'm in a season to where I'm, un- I'm unlearning what success is. See, to be transparent with y'all, I am a very type A person. I am always on my grind. If you hand me an assignment, it's going to get done. And I've always succeeded since I was a kid growing up from K-5 all the way to 12th grade. I never missed a beat, right? And so to hear that from those children really showed me that I need to give myself grace. And it showed me an example of God's grace. And as I was preparing for this episode, I moseyed my way on down to Luke chapter 10 where we find two sisters Mary and Martha now these two sisters spent a lot of time with Jesus during his three-year ministry they were sisters of Lazarus now if y'all know anything about Lazarus our homie was raised from the dead by Jesus I mean he was in the grave or the tomb for four days and Jesus came and was like hey I'm gonna just say come out Lazarus and Lazarus came out can't nobody do that but God right okay and they were Lazarus's sisters so they they family already was famous in the area now these two sisters remind me a lot of my sister and me and the fact that we are different if any of you guys have siblings out there or you guys have like sisters or brothers you guys know that each of y'all although y'all come from the same parent or same you know you got the same blood in you you're very different and they reminded me so much of my sister and I shout out to you little sis I love you they reminded me of them because they're different Martha who I like to think that I am Martha was like me she was type a always grinding always working hard and Mary she was the exact opposite kind of like my little sister if I'm working hard, my little sister is not, okay? The girl is on the couch, on her tablet, or on her phone. And that's how Mary and Martha were. Now, we see this in Luke 10, in verses 38 through 42. Jesus had just came for a visit. And 
they were getting prepared for him because everybody knew when Jesus came to town, it was a good time. Everybody wanted to see him. You know, the Pharisees was over in the corner being mad, but everybody wanted to see him. Now, our type A friend, Martha, was busy cooking, cleaning, and she was just being busy. I mean, the girl was making sure the bread was rising. She was just making sure that everything was top tier for Jesus because, I mean, it was Jesus, right? But Mary, on the other hand, she was sitting at Jesus' feet resting and listening to him as he spoke literally doing no work not helping martha out so martha getting frustrated and me and martha she said um jesus <laughs> can you tell my sister to help me because this is not right and jesus replies to her in verses 41 through 42 and i'm quoting this because i love what he says so much y'all he says martha martha you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken from her. I'm going to read it again. Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken from her. All right. <laughs> That shook me. I mean, JC, that's what I like to call Jesus, y'all. JC read Martha for filth, right? As we say today, he read her for filth. But he didn't do it in condemnation. He did it in loving conviction. And to be honest, I felt a little convicted myself. As I told y'all earlier, I'm a type A, meaning that I love to work, even if I'm tired. I'm going to work. I always work. I work hard too. And I never leave a job undone. But as I told y'all earlier as well, I'm unlearning what success is. And Jesus really proved my point in the verse that he said to Martha. I mean, I think there's so many, so many pressures in our culture today for us young Christians out here with people telling us, oh, you got to be on your grind or you not doing right or you got to do this or you're not doing right or you must complete steps one through four to get to the next level and that's not what the gospel truth is the gospel truth y'all is to rest and i'm gonna just shoot it to you straight right the gospel truth is to rest being on your ground all the time is not true success i think that our society and our culture measures it like martha we think that we have to perform for the love of our our savior or for the love of the world or for whoever you want to be loved by right we think we gotta be overworked and all caught up in stuff and when you start thinking that way you become overworked anxious and unfriendly and i'm saying that to y'all not out of like my own judgment but out of my own experience this has happened to me in my life more often than i like to admit there have been times where i was so stressed scratch that i was stressed not stressed y'all that i became mean and i was very unjoyful about everything like i could see a rose bush and instead of looking at the beautiful flower i was looking at the thorn because that's that's how i was set up at that time but that's until grace happened that g word y'all is always coming for me i promise you now grace according to merriam webster dictionary is unmerited favor God gives us grace for free, y'all. Like, we do not have to work for it. In fact, 
in Ephesians 2, it says that we're already saved by it. And that also shakes me. And I know I'm saying that a lot, but y'all, this is the truth. I ain't, I'm not finna be talking to y'all and be like, oh my gosh, grace is so great. When I first learned about grace, like I had always heard it in church and I had always heard it growing up and stuff. But until I experienced it for myself, God like literally knocked me flat on my behind and was like, just sit down. God does not save us by saying, okay, Malaysia, you need to wash your hands two times to have grace. No, God is going to give us grace whether we wash our hands or not. He's going to give us grace whether we remember him or not. And that is such an amazing thing. And as we look back at our scripture, I think that's why Jesus told Martha, Mary has chosen the good thing. And she's chosen the good thing because she understood that resting was important. And as I as I told y'all, like grace is hard. Culture tells us to grind. Culture tells us to always be busy. Culture and society tells us to stay in the loop on social media. And some days, you know, you don't want to do that. You just want to log off. But because of that pressure, because you feel like, oh, I might miss something. You always want to be on top of stuff. And if we are believers, this is the question that came to me. If we are God's sheep and we know his voice and we know he's telling us to slow down. Why don't we and how can we handle that in a a pressure driven society, an accomplished driven society, right? And as I pondered on that and as I pondered on this scripture, on these scriptures in Luke 10, I found these things and then I'm going to just give it to y'all, these four things, right? So the first thing I believe God was saying to us is to rest. Listen, we do not have to be busy 24-7. I'm going to say it again. We don't have to be busy 24-7. Take some time to chill out. It's okay to leave some things undone, right? I'm sitting in my dorm room right now with my off-campus apartment. Hello. I'm sitting in my apartment room right now, and I'm looking around. I'm like, hey, I just moved back in. I got a lot of stuff to do, but I'm only doing certain things at a time. Why? Because if I did everything in a day, I'd be overwhelmed. Take some time to do things little by little. Take it one day at a time, y'all. Number two, recognize temporariness. Looking at this scripture, I think Mary realized, hey, Jesus coming to my house. Like, that's a temporary thing. This ain't going to be often. Mary going to cook all the time. I'm going to cook all the time. But Jesus coming to the house. Oh, I'm going to sit here and listen. She recognized the gift that was presented to her. She understood that Jesus was for her in that moment. And she knew that his teachings was going to live on. Because, hey, we got the Bible out of it, right? And it reminds me of our, of the last episode where Kenneth and I talked about instant gratification. And we focused so heavily on Jacob and Esau's story in, back in Genesis. Y'all check it out. Jacob knew that the birthright was eternal. But Esau... He was so caught up in his feelings and looking at all the circumstances around him that he only saw the food. And that food was so temporary. And that's how he got into the situation he was in. Right. And it's so sad. But that's how we are. Sometimes we look at those temporary things as eternal. And it's not always that way, y'all. Look at focus on the the eternal things, because honestly, that's what's going to keep you. Those long-term goals are going to keep you. Short-term things will come and go. But focus on those eternal things. Just like Mary, 
Sit at the feet of Jesus, y'all. And that goes straight into my third point. Redirect your attention attention to Jesus. Matthew 6 tells us to seek ye first the kingdom of God. Psalms 121 tells us to look to the hills. Jesus is our perfect example. Hebrew 4 tells us that we have a high priest. Jesus is our perfect example. And our big homie did not mind resting. I mean, in Mark 4, we see evidence that he was resting during a storm. Who does that, right? Nobody but Jesus. If we focus our attention on him, we won't we won't have to worry about X, Y, and Z every day. We'll know that everything is taken care of. Because as he also says in Matthew 6, if he takes care of the birds and they don't even have to work hard, how much more will he take care of you? I promise you from experience that if you look to him, you'll be just fine. And my fourth point, rejoice in your humanness. Now, <laughs> this one was kind of hard for me to understand and grasp, but I'm going to shoot it to you straight, as I always say. God created us with flesh and bones. That's it. We are not superhumans. We are not static shock. We ain't Black Panther. We ain't Batman or whoever your favorite superhero is. We're flesh and bone as detailed in the creation story in Genesis. And if you want to get even more technical, you know, we, we came from dust. <laughs> you know, dust. D-U-S-T. Understand that you cannot do everything. This takes me back to my kids I was telling you about earlier. A lot of times, a lot of the kids would get so frustrated because they couldn't do a certain thing like another kid or they didn't color inside the lines right or they weren't living up to how they thought certain things were going to be or making friends as fast. But I will always often remind them that you can't do everything. You're not made to do everything and you are you for a reason. I always try to remind them the quote that the other kids said. Everyone is good, but no one is perfect. And I know that this episode was pretty short, but that's all I have to tell you guys, right? As the school semester starts back up and we get ready to start these crazy classes that all of us hate if you're in college and in high school. And even if if you're an adult working a 95 job and you're like, man, I'm tired. Put your faith in God rest recognize temporariness because not everything we stress about is eternal redirect your attention attention to jesus and rejoice in your humanness we are called to be human beings so be a human take it one day at a time y'all once again i'll say my quote for my kids because i love it so much realize that everyone is good but no one's perfect You'll never be if you try. Everyone is good, but no one is perfect. Y'all stay breezy. Stay blessed. Enjoy the dog days of summer because it's hot out here in these streets, okay? Stay cool and stay fulfilled in grace because that's all we've been called to anyway. I love you all and I'll see you next time. All right? Peace and love. Peace and love.